podcast is sponsored by the Kerry Golston Ministries International, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Pastor Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, health to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. Prove myself to you right now in the name of Jesus. Spirit, soul, and body. That when you would use this vessel of clay to speak as of the oracles of God, I believe that the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher and the guide, the helper, the standby, the comforter, I believe that he is not only here, but he will teach through this, these lips of clay. He will instruct and he will guide. He will assist. He will do it in the perfect will of the Father. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. My son or my daughter, attend unto my words. Everybody say words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Everybody say sayings. Sayings are words. Say that. Sayings are words. All right. Praise the Lord. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Them what? Say, them words. Say, them words. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Them what? Them words. For they, they what? They, those words are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Them words, his words are health to all my flesh. They are life unto me because I've found them. And he says, attend to them. Incline thine ear unto them. In other words, lean in. Lean in when the word, listen to this carefully. He says, incline thine ear unto my word. In other words, when the word is going forth, you're supposed to lean in. To make sure you don't miss nothing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He says, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. So you got to keep reading. Hearing is not enough. You got to read also. Hallelujah. He wants to use your ears, your eyes, and your mouth. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Oh, then you got to keep them in here also. When you hear them, you got to keep them in. Everybody ought to be able to quote some scripture. If you can't remember nothing but Jesus wept. Amen. That ought to be on the inside of you so that you can quote it. So you know any scripture? Hey, Jesus wept. You got it. Amen. You got it. 
Amen. But he said, keep it on the inside. Keep it here because it's very important. All right. Now, in James, the third chapter, third chapter of James. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. You can find Hebrews right next door. Just keep going just a little more. Just a little more and you'll be there. James chapter 3. All right, are you there? All right, James chapter 3. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to read the whole thing, but let's start with the uh second verse. Can't read the second, I will read the first. Okay. My brethren, be not many masters knowing that ye have we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, notice that. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect or a mature man. If he does not offend in word. Remember, we, I'm always talking about uh, how I want to uh, prophesy, which is to speak to men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. It's got to edify, exhort, or comfort. It must edify, exhort, or comfort. Your words to other men must edify, exhort, or comfort. Otherwise, it could be a word of offense. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right? Verse 2 again. For many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect or a mature man and able also to bridle the whole body. Now listen to that. If you have control of your tongue so that you don't offend people purposely, listen to me, purposely, you can do it by accident. Sometimes you can offend people and not even realize you're offending them. Sometimes you can say things you don't mean any harm, but that's the way they... Take it. Amen. So, so as long as you don't purposely offend people, you are training yourself. You are training your body. What? If you can control your tongue, do Listen, listen to him again. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man or a mature man and able also to bridle the whole body. In other words, your body will obey you when you get control of your tongue. Mm. That's why it's so important to practice that. You have to practice Speaking to men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. You have to purposely practice not to speak evil out of your mouth. Because if you can control your tongue, you can control the whole body. Mm. So then if I can control my whole body, if I'm on, if I'm on uh, insulin and I learn to control my tongue, I can say, Lord, your word declares that if I can control my tongue, 
that I can control my body, that I can speak to it. Woo, glory to God. Now I got power to speak to it. Like I said, we, we want shortcuts. Folks say, you know, Lord, heal me. And you cussing out everybody in sight. You can't control your body because you can't control your tongue. Let's get deep in here. All right. <clears throat> Verse 3. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. God is giving us an example. See, if we put a bit in the horse's mouth, we can control his whole body. Likewise, if we put a bit in our own mouth, we can control our whole body. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Mm, okay. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I have, to, I have to remember this. And wife helps me. Because when I look at some of the news programs, I want to chew them guys. And she helps me. So it's time to change the channel. She helps me. She might help me. She, she helps me. Keep me from talking what I shouldn't ought to talk because I want to continue to have control of my body. Hallelujah. All right? So that when something tries to attack my body, I can tell my body, no, you reject that. You reject that. We don't accept that. And I have the right to do it and the power to do it according to the word. Okay? Hallelujah. Verse 4. Behold also, he's giving you a second example. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, you know, like the tongue. Your whole body is controlled by your tongue. Whithersoever the government listed. Your whole body, your entire body is controlled by your tongue. I made a I made a declaration here about I don't know, a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago. I said, I'm gonna lose 35 pounds. Right, look up. Yeah, you stand up there every day. We can see if you lose it. That's right, that's right, that's right. That's why I said it. That's why I said it. But I spoke it. And if I control my tongue, I'll be able to control my body. And I'll lose the 35 pounds. I will. I intend to. Hallelujah. So, <clears throat> moving right along. Verse 5. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of hell. Oh, my goodness. So, so in other words, the enemy from without causes us to speak with our tongues from within and controls our body. Even, even the medical profession now, they have come to the conclusion that your attitude 
your attitude, your temperament can cause you to have arthritis and a whole lot of other things. Why? Because you are speaking. You are speaking the kinds of things that brings that on your body. Wow. They finally catching up with the Bible. Verse 7. For every kind of beasts and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. The tongue? Yes! The tongue! It is an unruly evil full of deadly things. Even when the person ain't around, you're dogging them out. Put your tongue. And then wonder why stuff come on you. Verse 9 says, Therewith, <laughs> bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either of vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt, water, and fresh. In other words, you can't be, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I love you, brother. Oh, my brother, my sister. So, and then go outside. Amen. And they stole your weight trap. <laughs> Amen. Uh, for those of you listening to this statement, you don't know what we're talking about. That's a dated statement that uh, refers to something else. Amen. Okay. So you can't, <laughs> you can't do that inside and do something else outside. It does not work. It will affect your body. It will affect you. Hallelujah. All right. I want you now, please, to, to turn in your Bibles to uh, Psalm 75. Psalm 75. Lamentations, Jeremiah, Psalm of Solomon, Proverbs, oh, there's Psalm. Psalm 75. Verse 6, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, nor from the south. So that only leaves north. But God is the judge who putteth down one and setteth up another. God is the one who puts one down and sets up another. Promotion doesn't come from the east the west nor the south. Promotion cometh from the Lord. Now, my second story. That's not my other story, my other story. Remember on last Sunday when, uh, when the, the, the doctorate was conferred upon me, I said to you, and I had said it before, so it wasn't the first time, uh, that in 1985, I went to the Oral Roberts University campus and on the on the aircraft, I met up 
a prophet who spoke some things to me, and I met her in, in the airport, actually, and then she spoke some other things to me on the airplane, and then when we got on the campus, she spoke some other things to me, and standing on that campus, I don't know what day it was, I don't know what I saw, but I said out of my mouth, I don't know if I saw a picture of the graduates or something like that, but I spoke out of my mouth that day, the day will come, I will receive one of those degrees. I spoke it out of my mouth and believed and went on seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, not seeking the degree. Oh, don't miss this. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. That was 1985. What's that, 17 years ago? 17 years ago, I made that statement. I spoke that out of my mouth. And last Sunday, you saw the manifestation. You see how powerful your words are. You see how powerful your words are. Because like I said, I was not seeking it for 17 years. I was seeking him. Mm, that's powerful. That's a powerful example. See? That's what God can do when you speak the desired result. You remember the scripture in Genesis, the very beginning, when the, the word declares that darkness was upon the face of the deep? And the Spirit of God moved on the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. What most of us do is say, oh, it sure is dark out here. <laughs> Notice, God did not speak the problem. He spoke the solution or the desired result. I didn't say in 1985, wow, look at all those people getting degrees. I wish I had one. I guess I'll never get one. Amen. Amen. Do you, do you, do you catch that? You, you, you see the difference. There is a difference in what you say. It makes a difference what you speak because you are made in God's image and after his likeness and God speaks things into existence. When God talks, things happen. Whatever God said to you, about you, for you, it must come to pass. It must, even if it takes 17 years like it took me. It must come to pass. See, because he spoke it. He said, my word will not return to me void. It will accomplish. It's going to accomplish. So that's why you got to be so careful what you say. See, people will try to drag you into saying wrong things. And those wrong things can affect your body. Those wrong things can affect you sometimes 17 years later. You got to be careful what you say. Watch your words. It's better to be quiet. 
If you don't know what to say, don't say anything at all. If you feel like something's going to come out of your mouth that's not edifying, exhorting, or comforting, hey, I like that. Zip your lip. Amen. Don't say it. Don't speak it. Don't speak it. Because you have resident in you the power to bring it to pass. And you see, the thing is, the enemy won't fight you when it's negative. You ever notice the stuff? You'd be confessing and confessing, and it seemed like it takes forever to come. But the stuff that you don't want, you ain't, you ain't hardly got to say it one time. Because that power is there. And when you speak that thing, without the hindrance of the enemy, bam, it comes to pass. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. I'm going to say that right now, right now, right now, right now. I want you to turn, please, to, to, to uh, 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 Romans. It's Romans. It's Romans. It's Romans somewhere. Romans to Romans. Where? Where is that? Where is that? I know it. I know it. Romans. 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 must be four. Romans four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romans. Say that right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Fit right smooth in here. Okay, in Romans, the fourth chapter, and the 17th verse, it says, as it is written, I'll give you a moment to get there, okay? Romans chapter 4, verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and, watch this now, calleth those things which be not as though they were and call it those things that be not as though they were notice he calls stuff don't miss that he calls stuff I called my degree 17 years ago and it showed up last week he calls those things that be not as though they were. So in other words, when he says it, he believes what he said. And it's got to come to pass. So now, my, that, that, that's, what I, that's what I had to say, what the Lord prompted me to. Uh, what are you saying about your mate? You are calling. You are calling. See, you see, the word says, look not at the things that are seen. Because the things that are seen are temporary. But they can be permanent. It's dark out here. Lazy, good for nothing. And then when he continues, you lazy, you no good, you don't do, you. And when he continues, you called it. And you have the power to call it. Glory to God, hallelujah. You nasty thing. You old nasty thing. 
You call those things that be not as though they were. And you have the power to do it. You ain't never going to do right. I've been telling you this over and over and you still get it wrong. I don't know why I'm married. You're the cheapest thing I've ever run in. You about so you are so cheap. I want to go. Are you you think a night out is going to McDonald's? What? I mean, you're the cheapest thing. What, what is wrong with you? If he knew, he would say, you. <laughs> you, you what's wrong with me? You called me. Did you catch that? You, <laughs> oh Lord, you called me. So when cheap showed up, I'm only responding to the call. You called me. You shiftless, lazy thing. You still in the bed. Right. That's correct. You called me to be in the bed. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why, that's why, that's why. I, I put it this way in a nutshell. Who are you talking to? Are you talking to who you want? Or are you talking to who you see? And see, it's not about them. God is obligated to back up your word. It ain't about them. He ain't never going to change. Well, okay. You called him. You called him. Never change. <laughs> you know, renamed him Mr. Never Change. Amen. Hallelujah. Death and life. Aware? I'll rest my case. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Do you do you remember? Do you remember in Judges? Uh uh what's the guy's name? Uh oh goodness. God called him. The angel came to him and called him the mighty man of valor. Gideon, after one. Gideon, you know Gideon. The boy was a coward. The boy was looking for some something to hide under. Okay? And the angel showed up and said, you mighty man of valor. Boy, straight up. You call me? <laughs> hey, man, what is he doing? He's calling those things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. You say, well, I've been, I've been, I was doing that for a long time and it just didn't work. No, because every other time you called him a shiftless bum. And that one took. 
Because you had, you had no opposition. The devil said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with the program. Shiftless bum. <laughs> he showed up. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, now, now. <laughs> can you find Joel? Joel, Joel. See if you can find Joel. First one to find him. Say amen. Joel. Amen. I found it. Oh, listen to you. Page 1342. Boy, it's a good thing I wasn't lying. They called me on it, didn't they? What page? <laughs> what if I hadn't found it? Lord have mercy. <laughs> page 1342 in the FMCF Bible. Amen. Joel, 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 Joel. If you can find Hosea, you're right there. If you can find Daniel, just go a couple of books further ahead, and you'll be at Joel. Okay? Now, in Joel, listen to this. Listen to this. This is, this is where we get, uh, get uh, 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 one of the statements that we make all the time, but we really don't believe it. In Joel chapter 3, verse 10, beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. In other words, not denying the weakness, but confessing the strength. See, he calleth those things that be not as though they were. He's not saying, I ain't sick. You are sick. I see you sick. But he's saying, I believe I'm healed. See, he's calling those things that be not as though they were. He says, let the weak say, I am strong. So let the poor say, I am rich. <laughs> you, have to, you have to take God at his word and say what he says to say. You got to speak the desired result. And we all need this periodically. It's not the first time we preach this, but we need it. We need to be reminded. Faith cometh by hearing. When you stop hearing, you forget about it. And you fall back into the same old practices because those practices are practiced every single day by the world. You hear it and you believe it. Because what you hear consistently, you will eventually believe. Did you hear me? What you hear consistently, you will eventually believe. If you hear consistently, my God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You will eventually believe that. But if you continue to believe that the only way this is going to happen, if I, I go to work, if I get a job, if I work overtime, if I get a second job, if I do this, if I do that, you're going to believe that. And that's the only thing that's going to work for you. Because you're calling. You're calling. You're calling. You're calling that. And then you have to do that. That's why a lot of ministers still work a secular job because they don't believe that God can supply their need. They don't believe it because they've always heard 
Get a job. You got to work for a living. They never heard about Matthew 6. They never heard that God wants to supply your housing, your clothing, your food, your water. They never heard that. So they don't believe that because they believe what they consistently hear. You got to get a job. But God says he who preaches the gospel should live of the gospel. Hallelujah. And I was crazy enough to believe it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said, I think I'll believe that. Amen. It's in the word. I'm going to believe it. Amen. I can work wonders with chopped meat. Shape it like a chicken. Put it together. Shape it like a roast beef. I was a chef a long time ago. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd have sloppy Joe one day and hard Joe the next. Amen. All right, we're going we to splurge today. We're going to have a hamburger. He makes it up. Makes it up. Amen. Next day, hey, we got meatloaf. Can I eat this? No, no. It's meatloaf. That was chopped meat. That was hamburger the other day. <laughs> Amen. What wonders. But I believe what the word said. See, when you believe, sometimes you got to tough it out. Amen. See, you, you, you have to, you have to be willing, whatever it takes, you got to be willing to do that. When you speak it, speaking in faith, the faith command has been spoken and you step off. And you, I said, and you step off. That's what I did 17 years ago. I spoke the word and I stepped off. Hallelujah. Wasn't pursuing it. I, the faith word has been spoken. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. What's the only prerequisite? That you believe what you say. Therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. What is all that talking about? Words. Nothing but words. Nothing but words. Nothing but words. Start to call those things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. 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 Speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. When you get to the place, I like something. Uh, who was it? Uh, was it Creflo? I don't remember who it was Creflo or, or uh, one of them said, you know, I don't have to speak to the mountain no more. I got me a private jet. I just fly over it now. I like that. I like that. I like that. Amen. I just fly, fly over it. Amen. I don't have to waste my faith on that mountain. Amen. I'm, hey, I'm on to other conquests. Hallelujah. Amen. So you got you to gotta be steadfast. 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 
steadfast. All right, let's turn to 2 Corinthians, please. 2 Corinthians. Thank you, Lord. Glory to the true name. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Be not afraid. Only believe. Be not afraid. Only believe. Be not afraid. Only believe. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. What? Having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe. And therefore have I spoken. You also believe, so therefore speak. Did you hear that? You also believe, therefore speak. Do you realize that uh, uh, we all receive faith? We all receive the measure of faith when we're born again. But then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you hear the word, faith comes. Every time you hear the word, faith comes. Every time you hear the word, faith comes. But how do I make the faith work? It's here. But how I make it work? I have the faith. I know I have the faith because the word says that faith cometh by hearing. And I sat right here and I heard what he said. How do I make it work? I need this thing to work. You remember there was a there was an incident when when there was a, a crippled man and he was there for all the meetings. And Paul, I think it was Paul, turned and said, This man have faith to be healed. But the man was still sitting there crippled. Where did he get faith to be healed? He sat and he heard. Oh, don't miss this. He sat and he heard. He sat and he heard. Uh, Paul preached for hours. The man sat and heard. And he said, this man has faith to be healed. How come he's not healed? Because he had the faith, but he didn't know how to work it. Mm. Wow. Everybody in this room has faith today. Because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. And we presented the word to you. You have faith right now. Why isn't it working? Well, you have to know how faith works. 
It's two ways to release your faith. By words. <laughs> By words. That's how you release the faith that's dormant on the inside of you. Because faith has come every time you heard the word. Faith has come to you. But you got to act or speak. And in some cases, you act and speak. I said, in some cases, you act and speak. Faith that's resident in you, that's collected in you, because you've heard the word, you must act upon it, or you must speak it out in order for it to work. Everything you heard today will work for you the same as it works for anybody else. That's why God said he's not a respecter of persons. If he did it for that one, he must do it for this one. Do you think it is Satan Uh-huh. God is obligated. To bring me into the presence of the people that I need to know to take me where I need to go. Now, 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 I spoke 17 years ago something. Hear me out now. I spoke a faith word. The word of faith had been spoken, had been released. From my mouth. God was obligated. Somewhere along the line. To bring me into the presence. Man. Oh man. He was obligated. To bring me into the presence. Of somebody. Who could use their power. Ability. Influence. Or resources. To make it come to pass. I believe, therefore I spoke. Now, I've done my part. God's got to do his part. And as long as I stayed on track. See, I stayed on track. And along the track, in 1997, when you folks blessed us and sent us to Hawaii on a cruise for, for, for our 10th wedding anniversary, that was on the track. You didn't even realize you were supposed to do that. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, you didn't, you didn't even know it when you did it. You say, I think I'll get in on that. You didn't know that God was using you to fulfill <laughs> because he had to hook me up with Dr. Hilliard. He had to hook me up with Dr. Hilliard And when he hooked us up, I said, what are you hugging on me for? I never said two words to that man. And I told my wife, she got mad about it. Why are you doing that? What do you want? And then when I went and prayed, the Lord told me to go apologize to him. And I told her, that was it. It was on. It was on. It was on. Dude, what? What? Apollo, what? Oh, no, you're not. 
I said, I got to. I got to. And then we after we talked. And we hooked up. And like I said, Dr. Michaels received a recommendation, I'm sure, from Dr. Hilliard. Why? Because of a work pole, Java, opening said it. <laughs> because of a word. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Turn to Daniel. Oh Lord. Oh. Oh. Oh my. Daniel. Chapter 10. The word that the Lord spoke to me from the ninth verse on. But I don't want to go from the ninth verse. I want to go from the twelfth verse. This is all a part of the word that the Lord spoke to me. Then said he unto me. Now this was an angel. Fear not Daniel, or I always say carry. For from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God. Thy words were heard, and I'm come for thy words. I'm come for thy words. A word I spoke 17 years ago. He said, I'm come for your word. You said degree. I brought you into the presence of the people that you needed to know. How, glory to God, to make it come to pass. See, I, 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 didn't, I didn't need to meet somebody else who couldn't put me in the path of the man that was here next, last week. So that man was here to fulfill. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So, 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 what have you been saying? Because the things that you've been saying Somebody's out there to meet you. Good or bad. Good or bad, there's somebody out there to meet you, bring you into the presence. See, God, <laughs> when God wants to bless you, he puts a man in your life. When the devil wants to curse you, he puts a man in your life. He's got to follow God's pattern. He has no creative ability. He can't think of, it, of something new for himself. Glory to God, hallelujah. Glory to God. Some of the knuckleheads that we've got connected with along the way, God wasn't the one who sent them. The enemy said to God, he said or she said, therefore I have a right to bring this person into their life. And that person has come to curse you. Ouch. 
go with our God. Mm. So therefore, and because of that, <laughs> hallelujah, turn. Wow, I don't know if I want to go. That's enough for me right there. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll close it out there. Hebrews chapter <laughs> Hebrews chapter 3. Glory to his holy name. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Hebrews chapter 3. Verse 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, that sounds like us, consider, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession or confession, Christ Jesus. It is so important what we say that God the Father has provided a high priest over what we say. It is so powerful, your words, that God has appointed the Lord Jesus Christ to be the high priest over what you say. And the word declares that he is a faithful high priest. So because he's a faithful high priest, even though it took 17 years, it had to come to pass last Sunday. And he even sent an angel, I am come for your words. What? Yes, I've come for your word. Well, didn't God send you? Yes, but he would not send me but for your words. He didn't say I'm come for God's words. I'm come for your words. Your words. That's why he says, my prayer is that you all prophesy, that you all speak to men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. It's easy to badmouth folk, because folk give you plenty to badmouth them for. Easy. But if you can bridle your tongue, you control the whole body. And if you can control the whole body, the Lord Jesus Christ says, I'm the high priest of your words. Speak what you will. Call those things that be not as though they were. <laughs> Speak the desired result. Speak to the mountain and it will move. Whatsoever thing you desire when you pray, Ooh, 
when you pray, words have to be emitted when you pray. There ain't no such thing as a silent prayer. Words must be emitted because Jesus is the high priest of your words, not your thoughts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'll close with this. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Our stingy boss of mine, he'll never give nobody a raise. <laughs> you, you might as well get you another job. Because you done called and he agreed. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I don't ever have to give you a raise. I just figured we let just let it soak in just a little bit. Just a little bit. Call those things that be not as though they were. Speak words of encouragement, edification, exhortation, and comfort. Speak words that's going to edify people. Speak words that's going to comfort people. Speak words that's going to exalt people. Speak words that's going to say, you're going to be all right. You're going to make it. Glory to God. You may be the toughest nut I've ever seen, but you're going to make it. Glory to God. Yeah, you, you might be a tough nut to me, but to God, you're nothing. You're a child's play. To God, he can do it. I got to speak the desired result and then back off. I said speak the desired the result and then back off. The faith word has been spoken. High priest, my high priest, my Lord, my Savior, my Redeemer, my high priest, author and finisher of my faith, mighty deliverer, you who are the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the bright and morning star, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, you who are the one who shed your blood, for your blood is cleansing blood, powerful blood, and it has never lost its power. You who are the only one found in all of heaven, to take the book from the hand of the Father sitting on the throne and open the book, break the seals thereof, and read the out of the book. You are the one. You are the high priest of my confession. You are the high priest of my words. The word says, command ye me. Glory, glory to God. In other words, Lord, you don't like Star Trek. What's that boy's name? Number one? Number one. Jesus is number one. Make it so. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Make it so. I gave, I spoke the faith command. Now you make it so as my high priest. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice, for he is worthy. Let's rejoice. He is the high priest 
of our confession. Let us rejoice. We rejoice in God our Savior. We rejoice in the Lord Jesus Christ, our high priest. We rejoice in the Holy Spirit, who is our teacher and our guide. We rejoice in him who's making it so in our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless his holy name. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord, and he is coming soon.